Hey gang, Jason Bullitt here, your humble host of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. And before we start this episode, I want to send my condolences to the family, friends, and the fans of one of my favorite comedians of all time, Gilbert Gottfried. My mom hated him like rat poison, mainly because of his subject material or his voice or both. Who knows? But I am recording this intro on Wednesday the 13th of April 2022, and he passed away just yesterday. So, this hit me pretty hard. I didn't know that he was sick. He, like the late Norm MacDonald, wound up keeping this a secret from anybody, and we didn't know about it until, well, it proved his end. It's hard to believe within five months we've lost great comics like Gilbert, Norm MacDonald, Bob Sagan, and Louis Anderson. Oh, boy. I'll tell you what, if I was, say, Sebastian Maniscalco, I'd have him put in bubble wrap. I don't want anything bad to happen to him. And 2022 is doing its best imitation of 2020 and 2021. I don't know what else to say here, but uh, condolences to Gilbert's family and colleagues and friends and comedy and other walks of life and all those who knew him once again. So just thought I'd get that out of the way as we start this episode. Thanks for listening. And now, on with the show. This is a Kitty Pod production. From Television City in Hollywood. Hey, man! Welcome to episode number 153 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above average podcast ever to hit your ear holes. My name, of course, and as always, is Jason Bullitt. The regulator, innovator, dominator, creator, a theta, plus the imitator, assassinator, baby. I demand the hour, demand the power, too sweet to be sour. They call me Mr. Tibbs. And I'm coming to you once again from the rolling hills of Saratoga County, where spring has definitely sprung. You know, I got the flowers growing here. I'm looking at the living room of Bullet House out the window. The trees are starting to grow on the maple tree in our front yard. The tree's starting to grow while the leaves are starting to pop. Well, whatevs. Anyway, spring has sprung here in the rolling hills. And I'm coming to you, and this episode will drop during the Easter slash Passover weekend of 2022. So whatever holiday it is you celebrate, I certainly hope that you have a great one with your family and loved ones. And with that out of the way, we'll get to the podcast social media type of deal. Where you can find us out there on Twitter at keep underscore podcast. There's also the Facebook page and Instagram feed is coming soon. I know I've been saying that, but it's coming. Don't worry. All right, with all that out of the way, let's get to the vanity portion of this episode. What's been going on in the life of one J. Michael Bullitt, I hear you ask? Well, I've had a bit of a delay here in getting another episode out. We did have the April Fool's episode. It was very brief. I wish I had put more into it. But it's what happened the following weekend. This is the first time I can remember not being out of town, but having somebody else do the driving. In this case, the somebody else is my dad. He and his companion accompanied me to my first ever autism expo in the old hometown of Saratoga Springs just recently. Last weekend, as I record this, as a matter of fact. I found out, you know, just driving around the area... And by that I mean New York's capital region. There are signs all over the joint for this autism expo. They haven't had it the last two years because of, you know, coronavirus, COVID restrictions and that. 
So I was very happy to see that this was going to be back on again after a long absence. So I said, all right, I'll go, but I haven't gone in past years because whenever I've seen these autism fairs advertised when I'm going hither, dither, and yither, I think to myself, I like to go, it's interesting, but this is more geared toward children. That's my mindset going in. I'm like, there's not going to be much for us grown-ups. I may have said it in the last full episode I did when I talked about going to college on the spectrum, that once you hit like 18, 21 years of age, something like that, you don't get much, if at all, in the way of services when you're on the spectrum. There's plenty of them when you're a kid. Sure, you're going through school and all that. But when you're an adult, those services become pretty hard to find. Those are like few and far between. So I decided, well, I'm still going to go, but I'm going to have my dad and his companion come with me. In fact, the whole weekend, I did not get in my car, not once. They drove me around hither, dither, and yon. And we're going to talk about the yon right now. Did some more house hunting on the Saturday than tramped around there in the rain and the wind and whatnot. In fact, we got to this little $1.25 store. It looked like high tide had come in the parking lot. Oh, boy. Oh, come on. Get your mind out of the gutter. I'd rather you than that other guy, by the way. Hey, I resemble that remark. All right, I know we'd go an all episode without hearing from you. We wouldn't, anyway. Hey, where are we? Oh, yeah. So, did a little shopping there, but Sunday is what I want to talk about. So, about midday, we hop in the car, all three of us, and we bang it on up to the spa city. Had a bit of a walk to the city center, you know. Put my name in for some kind of a drawing, raffle, whatever. And I have to explain this. I got to back the truck up somewhat. Every Sunday for the last two years or so since this whole coronavirus thing began, the pandemic and all, there's been this man named Don who is a former educator and now in his later years has volunteered with our chapter of the Autism Society. And he's been giving me and a select number of other people in my autism support group Uh, Phone calls during Sunday morning. Well, he's called me during CBS Sunday morning more often than not, like 9.30, 10 o'clock, somewhere around there. We have a nice little chat. About on average, we go about 15, 20 minutes. So I decided, well, I had to talk with my dad. He said, well, do you want us to come with you? I said, I want to go just make it a solo mission. But I ultimately decided, you know what? The two of you can come with me. I gave him special dispensation to do so. So on that whole deal, we decided we went up and then I'm about ready to go in the exhibition hall, wherever this thing is taking place, the lobby of this hotel next to the city center. And there's Don, shake hands. I'm like, okay. Then about a minute or two later, I introduce him to my father and his companion. We walk around. He's doing his thing with the Autism Society. We're just snaking our way through the tables and all these different organizations have made their way to you know they're they're at the expo they're you know displaying their services whatnot not displaying their wares well this husband and wife couple in the support group well they were hawking their wares too in fact i was their first perch of the day the wife this woman named kate does uh written this book about how to improve your handwriting now i've got some pretty neat penmanship but I could use a bit of a refresher. I don't know why I bought the book. Ten bucks. Pretty cheap as those type of books go. I probably would have spent more just up the street at North Shire Bookstore. Ain't it rhymes. 
So I walked around there. Saratoga County Sheriff's keeping the people of the Rolling Hills safe. They recently launched a disability autism awareness program. And there's stickers you can put in your home near the front door. And also your car if you're lucky enough to have a license to drive. Corey Feldman stylies. You can just put that on your car. Say, hey, listen, whoever's in this car you know, is on the spectrum. He's got some stuff going with him. He may not know he's in imminent danger or one thing or another like that. I put that on the driver's side passenger's window. I'm going to do that on Sunday. And then about a couple of days later, I get in the car to head to work. And I look like things curled up like a piece of bacon in a skill. I'm like... Good idea until it wasn't, so I just tossed it out. I got this autism ID card in my wallet. I can pull that out and show the officer if uh, you know there's any nearby. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Anything like that. By the way, speaking of autism, the police go back in the archives and talk about the connection between autism and law enforcement, or the intersection thereof, really. So there's that. Also, Autism Society was there, of course. This organization called Saratoga Bridges, they helped put the whole thing on. So I was just getting stuff here. There's this law firm. I had a Zoom meeting with the head of our Autism Society chapter. She was in attendance for this expo as well. She had a Zoom chat with me and my dad. And we were talking about, you know, what's going to be happening with me as far as, you know, as, you know, getting services from the state office for people with developmental disabilities and what my housing situation is going to look like, you know, when my dad passes away. And she also brought up doing a special needs trust. And there was this law firm. They also were one of the sponsors and participants in this expo. And I got some, uh, got some pamphlets about special needs trust, SSI, that whole thing, and some other stuff as well. So, uh, all in all, I had a good time, but I, my suspicions were confirmed that it was mostly geared for kids. They even had a part of the exhibition hall blocked off as a sensory room. So if you're on the spectrum, there's lights and noises and this and that. It could be a real bother for you. You'd have the parent just accompany you right to the sensory room. You know, it's dark and not too much in the way of noise. And when you're all uh, calmed down and ready to get back out there, just leave the room and go back out in the hall and normal service resumed and all that. So there you have it right there. Had a good time with Autism Expo. Got to introduce my dad and his campaign to two as of late influential figures in my life on the spectrum and went up north for a little bit to Queensbury, not to Lake George, and then that was it. Got back around 3.30, watched the final round of the Masters, and that was it. Palm Sunday weekend in the books, and now we're Head on into the Easter weekend. In fact, we're right in the middle of it. Full stutter step there, never mind. So there you go right there. Looking forward. I'll talk about in the next episode. And speaking of which, before we wrap this up, one more big thing here. I'm trying to wrangle some guests together because the next time we meet is going to be episode 154. 154 added together is 10. And... 10 is a multiple of 5, and it's going to be the 5th anniversary of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. And cross your fingers, we're going to have a big old celebration right here in the old kitty pod. I'm not guaranteeing who's going to be there or who's going to participate as far as congratulatory messages are concerned. I do have two in the bag as far as that goes. But, you know, once you hear these people, you'll hear them. I'm not going to reveal anything right now. 
a closely guarded secret. So there you have it right there. Stay tuned for that towards the end of this month. All right, folks, before we get to the final bit of this podcast episode, we got some shout-outs we want to do here. First up, GFA Live, Peter Winston and Keith Langston broke down an episode, or did a live watch, really, of WWF superstars from March 28, 1992, barreling towards WrestleMania 8. Break it down show, Pete A. Turner had Brian Mullins, John Langellier, nice episode about the history of the Southwestern United States, and Brian Fuller, rowing around the world. No easy task. Let me give the uh, social media handles. Uh, you can follow Peter at GF Allentown on Twitter. Break It Down Show is at Break It Down Show. And Pete A. Turner is at Pete A. Turner. And finally, the Loyal Littles podcast. Chuck and Roxy had Shane Blair Hicks, Michael Brownell, and Jason Massard on the, the old program there. You can follow the show at Loyal Littles Pod. As for this little dog and pony show, we're available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. If said podcatcher has rating or review abilities, please give me a five-star ring and a good write-up. That would really help me out. Thank you and like that. And happy Easter and blessed Passover too. All right, on that note, we're going to get to one more thing here. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be the Friday Five from the TK Little Smart and Funny group. And rather a seasonal one, too, which is Max Megan. It's his turn in the barrel. Haven't done one of these in a while. Answered all five questions, so I figured, all right, this is good for the pod. Okay, Mr. Megan, or Megan, or however he pronounces his last name. I apologize if you're listening. Hope I didn't butcher it. His first question is as follows, and I quote, this is him talking. Tonight on my side of the street is a holiday. I am driving to Philly to be with three generations of my family as we gather for the Passover Seder. As the children of a long-retired CPA, we also celebrate tax day, which when we were growing up meant we would begin to see my father during daylight hours. It's also Ramadan and Good Friday. Well, yesterday it was, as I record this. How will you celebrate any or all these in your life? Well, I'm going to be celebrating Easter, and I'm going to be going over tomorrow to my dad's companion's house in North Adams and celebrate with her kinfolk, you know, bring her kids, their grandkids. It's going to be a heck of a time, and hopefully we'll cap it off by spending part of the day at my sister's house back here in the Rolling Hills and getting dessert and all that. So there's that to look forward to. I'm not going to go through all the answers of how everybody else is going to celebrate, but there you go right there. All right, number two, how do you prefer to enjoy baseball? Simple question. Well, I said watching it live, TV or radio. Hopefully, YouTube TV will get some sense in them and get the Yes Network back on the air. They got SNY. I mean, I don't want to watch the mess. I want to watch the Yankees. Only time I can do that if they have a game on Fox, on ESPN, Sunday Night Baseball, or... Uh, one of the local stations we have here, and thank goodness for that, they're able to carry them. So there you go right there. Various answers here. So, But I also said, well, instead of necessarily live, I say YouTube clips, because, well, that's how people consume media these days, and in person at the ballpark, if at all possible. Hope to be doing that again next summer. By the way, Summer of Little, plans are in the works for... 
the fourth annual event. And I found out the minor league team in our neck of the woods, the Tri-City Valley Cats, they have a home game that night. But first pitch not till 7, so I'll have to do the pregame at 5 o'clock. We're going to have to make a night of it. So there you go right there. All right, hats off to you is question three. What's your favorite or least favorite hat? I put an old school Montreal Expos cap, and I put a picture of it on there too. Michael Brownell, whom I just mentioned earlier, said too many hats to choose from. When you're blessed with this, you invest in hats. That means not having too much hair. Big old ball spot on the old dome there. <laughs> there you go. Rupesh Sharma says, give me a good baseball cap any of the day of the week. And any day of the week. That's all, folks. <laughs> Bobby Godfrey, a picture of like one of those weird hats you see in the golf course. I think Rodney Dangerfield's character must have worn this in Caddyshack. Looks good on you, though, I'll tell you. And Steve Lifton responded, you buy a hat, you get a free bowl of soup. I'll tell you. Hey, this place restricted, Wayne, so don't tell me a juice. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, well, let's get to number four here. We're zooming through hats and whatnot. Okay, here we go. What sights, sounds, and smells of spring are making you happiest? And I put down hearing birds chirping first thing in the morning, especially that. Oh, man. Especially one like on the weekend you don't have to go to work and makes the whole experience a lot more enjoyable, to be honest with you. Jeff Flowers said, warmer weather and baseball returning. All this pollen is making me upset, however. The climate change is only going to get worse, folks. Ooh, boy. I mean, get me some allergy meds. Thank God for that. Mary Faye Randolph says, the oak pollen that surrounds my house is not making me and my sinuses happy. The wildflowers and warm temperatures are my favorite part of spring. Amen. Ryan Becker says, The browns and grays of winter becoming green grass slash leaves and vibrant flowers. There you go. Smell of freshly cut grass, says Greg Smallwood. Scott Moffat, David Loggins Augusta, a.k.a. the music played during the Masters. That was last weekend. There you go. All right, finally, and I mean that. Well, actually, let me, got one more with Lee Gordon. He says, back when I had to endure Northern Winters, that first Masters promo on CBS, despite it appearing around the time of the Super Bowl, was my first encouraging sign that better days were ahead. But the yellow of the Forsythia breaking up the gray of winter was the first tangible sign that spring was really here. Now that I enjoy year-round color and no longer need to escape the drab grayness of winter, I can still get a peek at that first harbinger of a northern spring, courtesy of my security camera. I think we got some of those too here in the outside the living room. And there's a fifth one that said, you call that a salute, and there are a whole bunch of, you know, gifs and whatnot with the TK salute on there. So we won't go to answering that. So four out of five ain't bad. I think Meatloaf's saying that. All right, well, we're done with the Friday Five. And that will also do it for episode number 153 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. I thank you as ever for listening. And once again, I wish all of you a happy holiday, regardless of what it is you celebrate. Easter, Passover, Ramadan going on as well. About halfway through that for our Muslim friends. I will talk to you on the next one, our fifth anniversary special. I'm weighing my expectations here but hopefully it's going to be a big one so thanks again for listening i'll talk to you on the next one 
And as always, and above all else, wait for it. Wait for it. Keep smiling. Otis lives. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog. <laughs> hey, Clavin! Wake up! It's your little. Oh, yeah! Kick it! One of the people who volunteers for our local chapter, the Autism Society, Studio, wherever podcasts are available, three This has been a Kitty Pod production, produced in Saratoga County, New York, shared with the world.